ideas, inspiration, innovation. This is The Game Changer. And now here's your host, Chickie Fitzgerald. Good afternoon. This is Chickie Fitzgerald, and I am so excited. Uh, we have had a, a little bit of a challenge getting our schedules aligned, but we got an amazing person for our show today. And we are going to be talking to Brandon Bornanson. And Brandon has a, just an amazing story uh, that went from being in sales all the way to being a tech entrepreneur. And now he's an author and just a lot of other things. I mean, he's got uh, such a long list of accomplishments for someone uh, as young as he is. So, Brandon, welcome, first of all. Uh, thanks for having me. And now I'm, I'm, I'm still working to be as successful as you as a... <laughs> <laughs> Top game changer, author, strategist, radio show host, philanthropreneur, tech CEO. But, uh, you know, I, I just say if I work hard every day, one day I'll be like Tiki Fitzgerald. And, uh, you know, that's the goal. Well, you are a silver tongue devil, Brandon. Thank you so, so much. And and uh, likewise, my goal in life is for you to want to interview me to get my top secrets uh, about sales. So uh, let's just dive right in. And I'd really like to begin with your backstory. Uh, one of the things that I found in writing my own book, The Game Changer, was that the backstories of the characters are super important. And you have uh, come out of just an amazing background as, as a child and have overcome uh, just a lot of obstacles in life. You've had wild, wild success. Uh, you've been at the bottom. You know, you've come back up. Um, why don't you start at the beginning and, and really share for our listeners uh, what it is that makes you tick and why are you trying to help so many people right now? Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. And we can keep it short and sweet, you know. So I came from, a, you know, my mom and dad were super poor. Um, you know, my, my family worked four jobs. My, my dad worked you know, at restaurants and in retail. My mom worked in a grocery store at night and a bank full-time during the day. So, like, they, they were, you know, making minimum wage, making ends barely meet. So I grew up as a kid super poor, like, you know, just not a lot of money. Um, you know, I remember just always eating food out of a can and, like, wearing just the worst raggedy clothes. And I just I, I was depressed as a kid, like just knew that like, I hated getting made fun of for being poor. I hated being poor. Um, and, and my life had started to change right when I got into high school. And, and my dad was doing, uh, he worked in retail for, for a computer hardware. Like, uh, you know, like uh, it was a store of like Comp, CompUSA where you would sell right, right. Uh, like computer hardware and computer software in a store. And at the time he was actually selling at, you know, a CompUSA store and then he was selling at a Macy's, selling computers at a Macy's. If you really can remember <laughs> the days where like Macy's sold computers, like I was just a, a kid. And wow. ironically, 
you know, my, at the time, my dad was selling these computers, and a CA technology sales rep was going through Macy's at the time. My dad sold him an Apple II computer, and the guy's like, hey, man, I know you don't do software sales, but, like, what if, you know, would you ever be interested in getting out of retail and going into computer sales, computer software sales for a company like ours, CA Technologies? My dad's like, yeah, I know a lot about computers. I could sell, you know, I don't know a lot about sales, but I could, you know, sell computers or, or this stuff to anyone. So he ended up taking a, a job at CA Technologies and uh, as a sales analyst making like 15 grand, 20 grand a year, like the lowest of the lowest person on the total pole <laughs> at CA Technologies. And over the course of the next 10 years, uh, of his life when I was like, you know, 12, 13 years old, 14 years old, um, he ended up going from a sales analyst to uh, the top VP of sales at CA Technologies. He managed mm. 10 to 20 different acquisitions, and he took CA Technologies to the first software company to do over a billion dollars in sales. Amazing. And um, when I was in high school and, and at the beginning of, of college, I got to see our lives go from super poor to super wealthy. And that's when I realized, you know, hey, when I go to school, when I when I go to college, like I want to get into sales. Like I saw our lives change because of sales. My dad mastered sales and we made a lot of money. So, you know, when I got into college, I knew I, I wanted to go into sales, studied the uh, joined the sales college called the Ralph and Lucy Shea Sales Center where I went to school at OU. And then I ended up launching my first company at the age of 18 that did a million, three million, and six million in, in sales for uh, sales and marketing for the gambling industry, the online poker industry, when I was a uh, freshman, sophomore, junior in college. And I think, you know, my father showed me the, the, the potential of like hard work, the potential of if you can master selling, you could accomplish anything. And also, right. you know, my, my dad taught me that whatever I can believe I can achieve if I work my ass off. And he always preached like whatever you dream of, you can do, but you have to give it your all and you have to work <laughs> exactly. really hard. You know, I never saw my dad like for you know most of that time he was selling for CA technologies Monday through Friday evening. He was in New York at CA technologies headquarters. I didn't see him. And that, that messed me up as a kid because I really wanted my dad around, but it right. also taught me like, I'm on my own and I have to do what my dad did, work my ass off. So, um, you know, that, that gave me the dreams and the vision that like, you know, right when I was 18 in college, had this idea for this online sales and marketing company. I launched that and through hard work and determination, made it a huge success. And then uh, when I was 21, they made online gambling illegal, 22. <laughs> so um, then I had, you know, and then the economic then three, crash, of course. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, so right in 2007, they made the online gambling illegal. So I couldn't do that anymore. But I was the richest kid in college. And I'm like, dude, I'm going to launch a, a new company. So I launched a second company that I ran for three and a half years. And I went from, from making, you know, millions in sales to losing everything I've ever had. Millions mm. in, in everything, right? So the second company in mobile uh, me, my partners and I, who are my current partners at Seamless.ai, my third company right now, we lost everything we owned and, and we, we burned through three years trying to build a technology wow. that was ahead of the market. 
And the reason why it failed was we didn't have the sales leads we needed to sell to the B2B companies we needed to sell to. And also we still didn't know how to sell. Like my first company was B2C sales. That was my first company that I was doing B2B sales. Right. So, um, you know, it was, it was a really hard, brutal three years. Um, and then I realized, you know what, I'm going to sell this company that isn't that successful, sold it to a publicly traded company, and then opened up their office in New York. And then I wanted to get out of mobile marketing, which is what the software that we built did. So then I ended right. up going to sell for IBM Interactive. I was like, look, I couldn't sell this software, so I'm going to go sell for a big company that's got a big brand, and there's no <laughs> other bigger company than IBM and IBM right. Interactive. So joined them, did enterprise sales, you know, multi-million dollar deals, one to $10 million deals. And then uh, did that for three years. And then after that, wanted to go sell for Google. So I joined a Google search agency. And when I was selling for IBM and Google, I knew that I needed to sell to anyone that was spending money on paid ads. And uh, there were a million companies buying paid advertising on Google. Right. And I needed an easy way to connect with them. So I ended up building a technology called Seamless that empowered me to connect to all the people buying paid ads. Uh, so I really built this technology for me, 10x <laughs> my income, became a millionaire right. and realized, you know, shit, if I could do it, anyone could do it and took all the money I made using Seamless and quit quit selling for Google and went all in on building Seamless from the ground up. And flash, flash forward, that's where I'm at today uh, here at Seamless.ai with a team of about 40 and now we're helping 10 to 20,000 companies, you know, maximize sales and book 300% more appointments using the power of artificial intelligence and sales mm -hmm. leads. Very cool. Well, you know, when I first heard your story and, you know, go back to the the early days of, of really not having anything and watching your dad set the bar for working super hard, maybe not necessarily being as available as you would like. I mean, it reminded me of the story of me as an entrepreneur now, right? Because uh, I work seven days a week, you know, easily 80 hours. And, I you know, we that. don't have the kind of resources that we want right now. And, and my son goes to a, a private school where, you know, his friend's parents give them cars, you know, like, the minute they turn 15 and get their learner's permit. And he and I share a car, not because we couldn't afford to buy him one, but I don't want to set, set that standard, right? But I do want to learn how to work hard. And the same thing, you know, I've got a daughter who's in college. And, you know, I, I think that, that that whole life lesson that you learned, and, and even losing everything, but that because that's kind of par for the course. And, uh, you know, that's what you, everyone says, you have to go through that to be a successful entrepreneur. You have to have the spectacular failure. And I've, I've got one of those to chalk up as well. But, you know, that's I want to. You set that stage for your, for your children. Like, I love they get to see you working and grinding and building a company and mm -hmm. writing a book and putting in 80 hours. Like, that's, you know, that's the best lesson that they can see. Like, you actually showing right. them, like, if you want to be right. successful, you have to work hard. And you have to give it your well, all every day. And, and, you know, I've had so many friends who, who stayed in corporate, right? And, and because it was secure, right? And what a joke that is today with the number of mergers and acquisitions going on. I mean, people can lose a job in a heartbeat. And so 
you know, for me, I, I take a look at really being the master of my own destiny. And, and that's the appeal that entrepreneurship has for me. Plus I can create and I'm, I'm ultimately a creator and an inventor. And, and part of that, you know, comes out in the writing of the book and, and uh, all the things that you had mentioned that I'd done, but I'd like to turn the attention to your current, uh, and I can't even say project because you've got so many things, so many balls in the air, but you are writing a really, really interesting book. Um, and I don't know that you even know when it's going to be out yet because you're still in the process of doing some of the interviews for it. But I love the premise of this book. It's called Sales Secrets from the Top 1%. And how many of us would just give our, our right arm to be able to sit with these guys and, and just, you know, just tell me one thing, right? And you're getting more than one thing from them. I mean, you, you have uh, an incredible format for the book where, where you ask them their story. And I, I love the transparency that you're able to get out of them, Brandon. Um, you know, I don't know uh, if you want to share your secret on that, but, but they, they shared the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? Uh, rather than just coming in and saying, oh, yeah, well, I'm so great, and here's my secret, right? Yeah, no, it's it's an amazing compilation. So, you know, when when I was, it, it took me a decade to read, you know, over a hundred different sales books. I, I've read over 150 different sales books and marketing books to master sales and to master selling and to become a, a multi-million dollar earner. And, um, I, you know, I I always would buy all of these books and study these sales experts to learn their top sales secrets. And if I could find one secret that would help make me join the top 1% or the top 1% of the top 1%, then um, that, that's what I would read all these books for. And I saw, right. you know, having sales leads and also the sales secrets to maximize sales as the biggest competitive advantage of my life. Um, you know, so that's one of the reasons why we built Seamless.ai, the world's best sales leads. And um, the second was like, well, that's 50% of, of being successful in sales. Like you need sales leads. You know, you need to know who to sell to. The second biggest thing is you need to know how to sell to them. And um, every sales author has their one singular approach. That's why I read all of their approaches right, in right. different books. And you know, what I realized was like, you, know, you need to leverage all of these secrets from all of these experts. Why hasn't anyone written a compilation of all of the secrets. And I'm mm -hmm. like, you know, no one's going to do it because like sales authors, they want to share their, their approach. I, I'm humble. Like, I don't care if, if you learn from my approach or someone else's approach, like I just want to know all the secrets and I want to help other people learn all the secrets to maximize their sales success. Uh, because that's part of our mission to positively impact a billion people. So had this idea for years, like, man, I really want to interview the world's best sales experts. Every single person that I've read, that I studied, that I uh, basically followed throughout my whole life to learn from, to maximize my, my sales success. And you know what? Why don't we just interview them all and write a chapter on each of them and learn what their secret is? So the book mm -hmm. literally is, is you know, a chapter on every sales expert and where they share their top one sales secret. And what's also cool is we learn their entire background, who they are, where they grew up, how they got started in sales. And then every person in, in sales, 
who, who's been uber successful as an entrepreneur, as a salesperson, you name it. You, wherever they worked, they've had successes and failures, which is what we call micro secrets. These micro secrets they learn from, they apply to help them level up to the next job that they take. To, and then yes. they learn from that job the successes and failures, these micro secrets that they then take to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. So you've got exactly. these sales experts that learn all these micro secrets, these sales secrets, and then you know that leads them to their success of where they're at today, where they also get you know to expose their number one secret. So not only do all of these sales experts share their top secret to sales success, they also share everything that they've learned throughout all of their their background, their you know mm-hmm. their experience for that. Right. One of my favorites uh, was Tim Wackel, and he attributed, uh, as he was telling you his story, that the quality of his business was directly proportional to the quality of the questions he asked, which I, I loved because quite often we think that our job is to educate the the prospect on what we do, on the features and the benefits but, you know, he said his sales success was found in his well-positioned and frequent questioning and to pitch less and probe more. And I just love that. What else did you glean from him? Do you, do you recall that interview? Yeah, Tim Wackel's a, a genius when it comes to sales and sales discovery. Um, you know, he's really big on using the mute button. He's really big on asking a lot of smart questions. Um, you know, he, he exposed 25 to 50 different secrets. And then, you know, we've been interviewing all of the best of the best, you know, the team mm-hmm. at Grant Cardone, Aaron Ross, uh, predictable revenue, Jill Conrath, you know, who wrote snap selling, um, who right. wrote agile selling, who's like, she was actually the first sales author I've read selling to big companies. That was the first book I read. And she taught me the importance of the persona and delivering value to maximize the success of the persona. Like Keith Rosen, award-winning author of Coaching Salespeople into Sales Champions. You know, he talked about the importance of sales coaching and sales management. And what's cool is, again, all of these sales experts and authors were interviewing for one to two hours. Mike Brooks, Mr. InsideSales.com, Mary Lou Tyler, Trish Bertruzzi, CEO of The Bridge Group. Uh, also, she wrote The Sales Development Playbook you know, the importance of sales activity and hustling and executing everything you can. All of these sales authors, they sit down with us for a few hours exposing Mm. their background, how they got started in sales, all of the successes, all the failures, and these micro secrets that they learned at every step of the way of everywhere they worked. So each each author, each sales expert probably shares anywhere from 25 to 100 secrets in every oh my interview. Gosh. <laughs> and then they, they basically tell you which secret had the biggest impact on maximizing their sales success. So cheeky, like you get their whole life secrets <laughs> in one to two hours. And then we boil that interview down to a chapter of five right. to seven pages. Right, right. Well, hey, Brendan, was there one uh, that after that interview, you said, you know, I know it works, but I can't see how, right? Something that, that was non-obvious or, or did they all just make absolute sense to you? Yeah. I mean, a lot of the secrets were strategies, tips, advice that, that I've never heard before. Right. Like, because I've read all of their books. 
so I know what their their books are about. Um, you know, how do you talk? But but all of these experts, they're sharing like, you know, how to embrace feedback, how to embrace, uh, you know, failure. How you can, if you want to be a part of the one percent, you can't think and act like the remaining ninety nine percent. You know, you have to <laughs> yeah. treat people how they wanted to be treated, not how you want to be treated. Like, then it goes into like real specific like strategies, like leveraging ROI calculators and how to do that. Or, you know, a lot of the way of the peaceful warrior is one, um, like confidence in the world, like the science of sales success. Like there's so many different secrets that mm. I didn't even, you know, the I didn't know about, I didn't even know existed. I've never heard before. And that's why I'm, I make sure to record the interviews. Almost all of them are via video. And then I transcribe the interviews because I want to study them. Like right. not only am I intensely learning from these sales experts, but I'm trying to like apply it to growing my company, helping other people grow their book of business, their sales, their company. Right. So, so everything like I would say 80% of the sales secrets are brand new. The other 20% are reiterating really important fundamentals or new strategies, techniques, technologies, you name it. Other than the success itself that they've experienced, what do you believe separates the people that you've interviewed from the average salesperson who's, you know, just slogging away, dialing for dollars, you know, even with good leads and, and just doing the job? Yeah, I, you know, out of everyone we've interviewed, and we've, we've almost conducted 100 interviews so far, and these are, these are again, with the world's best sales acts. Anthony Inarino, Mark Hunter, you know, Art Sobzak, like, you know, people that you would, Stu Heineke, you know, experts that you would love to interview and, and get in a room. Um, I think it comes down to the, the biggest things that I'm recognizing is number one, hard work. Like all of these people have worked really, really, really hard. To be successful, to be uber successful in sales, you have to work really hard. Um, the, the second biggest takeaway that I've got is they're always learning and they're always growing. They have this growth and learning mindset. Like they're always doing new things. They're always doing things that they never wanted to do. They're doing the hard things. And they're always like growing, right? To grow is really hard. And to change is like the biggest sales objection in the world is uh, change. You know, getting a company, getting someone to change what they're currently doing today. You know, change and hard work are, are really hard. So to have a growth mindset and to be obsessed about growing and learning and optimizing and taking risks and failing and not being scared of failure and constantly improving. Like I would say the two biggest things, the two biggest takeaways are hard work and growth. And I would say number three is like failure, not being afraid to fail. Right. I was just going to say failure is not an option. That has to be core. And, 
You know, I would think also, and, and this is something I'm facing in my own company, is is the whole issue of a sense of urgency. I remember, and this doesn't have anything specifically to do with sales, but I remember one of my advisors when I was looking for a technical co-founder, because I, I was actually the inventor of our technology, but I had used lots of outsourced yeah, providers. Yeah, it's, it's an to incredible actually, technology, too. You, you right. showed it to me. It's, it's really incredible. I love the stuff you guys are doing over there at Trip Proximity. It's really cool. Well, I, I really, really appreciate that. Uh, what I was going to share with you, though, is I remember him saying, you know, when you're going out to find a technical co-founder, treat it like your your life and your company depends on it because it does, right? And I think the same thing when I talk to our salespeople, right, that, that every every deal and every call and every follow-up you know, has to have a sense of urgency around it. And it can't, they can't all happen tomorrow, right? People have schedules and you have to fit into into their calendar. Um, but I want to come back to some of the, the practical tips because I remember listening, uh, and I've interviewed a lot of uh, people who've written amazing sales books and I'll have to nominate them on your site because I see you still have the nominations open. Um, but I remember- uh, We'd love uh, to hear about them. Yeah, one of them uh, shared with me that, you know, you call an hour before their company opens because, you know, their their admin won't be in yet. Maybe they'll answer the phone. But if not, you're the first voicemail they're going to hear. Right. And and another being, you know, to call after 530 for the same reason, because, you know, they'll still be around. Their admin may have gone home. And so the keeper is gone. Right. So how do you get through the gatekeeper is you find a time when the gatekeeper's not there. Um, on Friday, I'm meeting with Andrea Waltz, and she and her husband wrote a book called Go for No. And it's just an amazing story of that you actually have to value the no. And to me, that was one of the biggest surprises because those of us who are, you know, folks who aren't exactly excited about selling, but again, we have to because our companies depend on it. The no is what we're so scared of, right? And learning how to embrace that to me was just one of the biggest secrets that I had ever learned. So I'm going to spend a couple of hours with them Friday morning, hoping to soak up a little bit more of that. So what, what was the most surprising thing that you were hit with? The author of Predictable Revenue and From Impossible to Inevitable. Uh, you know, he, he built Salesforce.com, uh, he added a, another 100 million in revenue with their SDR and BDM model. And then um, he wrote From Impossible to Inevitable. And, and I recently interviewed him and he had a big one about the importance of creating content to create a competitive advantage in the marketplace. Mm. You know, And it, it's funny because I'm, I create a lot of content now. Like we basically created a reality TV show and we, we publish all of this real-time content to LinkedIn just because, you know, I want everyone to, to, to see and learn from everything that we learn every day. Um, well, that's how I found had, you is I stumbled across that and, and I couldn't stop. Uh, I, I had to watch it. Uh, that's awesome. Thank you so much for, for, for following us and obviously for, for taking the time to interview us. But you know, creating content, he said, is the biggest competitive advantage that you could take when you're a salesperson and you're trying to break through the noise. Um, you know, I thought that was I thought he was going to say something about sales development and the secret trick that he used at Salesforce, you know, to maximize <laughs> appointment setting results. And he said, creating content that 10x my business 
the fastest. And I'm like, what? I was like creating content. And um, it makes sense because he wrote two books that changed his life. And, um, you know, that's how he's part of why he 10 x his consulting business income and even made more money than when he was at Salesforce. Uh, you know, John Barrows talks a lot about, you know, consultative selling and, you know, leveraging, um, you know, a consultative sales approach and targeting the right prospect and turning each engagement into a conversation. Mario Martinez really focused on omni-channel approach to prospecting, like leveraging all of the channels um, and, and how to do that. Gabe Larson, VP of Growth at InsideSales.com. You know, he talks a lot about sales development is here to stay. It's the most fundamental role in sales. Um, you know, great sales development leaders must stay on top of the trends. And the biggest trend hitting sales development right now is artificial intelligence, uh, you know, which I thought was awesome because obviously we built Seamless.ai, an AI platform. So that right. was great. You know, have the importance of hiring and recruiting top salespeople, top sales development leaders, you name it. Chris Petruzzi talked a lot about, uh, uh, you know, like the way that you keep your finger on the pulse of how your buyers want to communicate with you and selling into the right buyer mm. personas and how do you do that and, and really communicate at the right time, at the right place, to the right persona with the right message. Those were some of the, some big takeaways. Well, I love that, especially the one about knowing how to communicate. I was just sharing with my sales team this morning that uh, they, their natural answer was, you know, well, let me uh, send an email to them. And I said, listen, I hate email. In fact, I, I only visit email maybe once a day now. And I communicate almost entirely on LinkedIn messaging or somebody can reach me via text. And, and they can get right through to me. I always answer. And... I said, you know, we really need to ask people how they want to be communicated with. That needs to be one of the first things that we talk about, because if we That's don't know that, question. we're going to go the wrong way. So let's talk a little bit about tools, because I, I know you've probably heard from a lot of them that the tools are important. And I mean, certainly we hear a lot about CRM, but let's talk a little bit about the quality of the data, because CRM without good data is... It's just a piece of software. That's it. And, and it isn't useful at all. And so this intelligence about the prospects and, uh, you know, how you glean information from that uh, to actually give your salespeople the right people to call and the right numbers so that they're not having to do the marketing job. Yeah. Yeah. And this was, you know, why we, we built Seamless was because like throughout my career, you know, my second startup failed because I didn't have the B2B sales leads to sell to. And I didn't even know how to find them or sell to them. Um, my, when I was selling for IBM and Google, I was super successful and became a, a seven figure earner because I had all the sales leads, you know, building and using Seamless. So, you know, Seamless, we use artificial intelligence to find everyone you need to sell to. So it's a search engine. You type in the titles, you type in the companies that you want to sell to, and Seamless will go out and find every single professional in the world that matches your sales criteria, your ideal mm -hmm. customer persona criteria. And then you'll get this big list, almost like, a, like search results of all the people that match your search criteria. And then when you click the find button, we built a, a proprietary, soon-to-be-patent-pending 10-step AI engine that researches, validates, and verifies 
perfect email phone numbers and insights for all of the people that you need to sell to. So in one mm-hmm. click, you can build a list of 10,000 people that you need to sell to with perfect emails, phone numbers, and insights instantly, all powered by artificial intelligence. And what that allowed us to do was, you know, this is my second company that's done millions in sales. Like, um, you know, it allowed us to to build a, a multi-million dollar company and it, it's helping nearly 20,000 companies maximize revenue, increase sales, and book 300, 500% more appointments because they can instantly find everyone they need to sell to. They can instantly contact everyone they need to sell to. And then they have all the data they need to connect with all of those customers right. to pitch and close them on their solution. So imagine in one click having everyone you need to sell your product to. Uh, it's an incredible platform and it took years to build and a lot of hard work and failure. <laughs> Well, so what's next for you, Brandon? You're going to finish the book here sometime soon. And when can we expect to see the book uh, on bookshelves? Yeah, so we're going to finish. We've, we've already done 75 to 100 interviews. We're going to finish the book, all the interviews in January. And then it goes straight into editing and prep for distribution in February. So we should have it out the door in February. Uh, as long as we don't run into any hiccups, I thought <laughs> like we've done a hundred, we've done like a hundred interviews in thirty days. It's been insane, um, but it's so rewarding to be able to right. uncover all these sales secrets from all these sales experts for the world to learn from and benefit from, and that aligns with our mission to positively impact a billion people. So right. should be on bookshelves in February, and you know uh, we decided to self-publish it because. A publisher will take a year to do. And, you know, I always, my mantra is tomorrow I could be dead. And that's why I work so hard. I always, my big, my biggest fear is that the party is going to be over tomorrow. Tomorrow I could get hit by a car and die. And I've got all of this, uh, everything that I've learned and that I'm learning from all of these experts out there. And my, my fear is that I will die without sharing it with the world to benefit from. Mm-hmm. So we're, we go really fast to get stuff done. Well, and, that um, sense of urgency, again, I think it, it is so important uh, really to help prioritize. And and I was reading something the other day that said priority was never meant to be a plural term, right? We have turned it priorities into this long to-do list instead of really understanding the priority, the one thing that's important. And I think you have articulated, well, you've obviously shared a lot with us today and I can't wait to read the book but the the most important thing is that you are driven by helping a billion people and I know from looking at your your conference call schedule that you're you're well on your way to do that and I so appreciate your willingness uh, to make yourself available to people because you know just the job of being a tech CEO is a full-time job more than a full-time job. Uh, But you are uh, doing some amazing things, Brandon. So can you tell our listeners the best way uh, to learn more about the book and and to learn more about you and what you're building? Yeah, absolutely. So so Seamless.ai, you know, we're on a mission to positively impact a billion people. And the only way to do that was to create a freemium product. So uh, you could literally go go to Seamless.ai and join Seamless for free today. 
and you'll get hundreds of dollars worth of sales leads by by joining today for free. And uh, that that's one of the fastest ways you'll get our newsletters. You know, we're, we've got 100,000 plus salespeople, marketers, entrepreneurs um, that that sign up and for the platform that sign up for our newsletter that get our content. Uh, also follow me on LinkedIn. We've got millions of, of views in a month from all of our LinkedIn posts. We basically launched a reality TV show on LinkedIn where we're posting in real time everything that we're doing every day, uh, 10 to 30 times a day. So I would say join CMOS.ai, follow me on LinkedIn, Brandon Bornanson on LinkedIn. I'm an open connector. So if you add me, um, I will be sure to you know, connect with you and accept your request and uh, our mission is to just empower you and the world to connect the opportunity. So we try to put out content and products that help you do that every single day of the week. Really. And if you wake up in the morning and you feel like your energy is low, just go watch one of Brandon's videos. And I guarantee you his energy is infectious and his enthusiasm and his ability to clearly communicate uh, just the simplicity of of these secrets, because again, it, it's not rocket science. Uh, it is uh, practical stuff that you can just take away. And every single one of his videos uh, brings that to you. So, Brandon, thank you so so much for sharing uh, your time. I, I know uh, how spread thin you can be uh, some days, and uh, I'm just glad that we were a part of your agenda today. Yes, thank you so much, Chiki, uh, for for having us on on the show. We truly appreciate you and everything you're about to, you know, help spread the game changer mentality and what everyone is is trying to improve and, you know, become game changers in their lives. And hopefully, this this helps them accomplish that. And and truly appreciate having us. Great, great. Well, good luck with the book. And uh, I'm so glad it's on a fast track. Oh yeah, and the book. Go, go pick up the book. It's secretsalesbook.com, secretsalesbook.com. That's secretsalesbook.com. Perfect, perfect. And don't be surprised. I must have read my book a hundred times. I had multiple professional editors, and I am always amazed when I pick it up and I find yet another typo. So you have to be a little bit less than a perfectionist when you publish a book. But anyway, good luck with it. I can't wait. And make sure to let me know when it's out. And, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, put it out. We've got about 100,000 people who are going to be joining Game Changer Network from a bunch of different LinkedIn groups. Uh, We've put together a community where people are actually going to be interacting with one another. And we've got a a monthly phone call and some really cool things we're doing. So stay tuned on that front. Uh, But thanks again so, so much. And uh, I hope our listeners have taken away at least one thing that they can actually try tomorrow because this isn't something that you have to wait for Brandon's book, although please do pre-order it. Um, And I can't wait to see the results, Brandon. Thank you so much. And thank you to the audience for tuning in today. We appreciate all of you. All right. Take care. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Game Changer. Ideas. Inspiration. Innovation with Chickie Fitzgerald.